0: Welcome to the Dashboard Effect Podcast. I'm Brick Thompson. I'm Caleb Oaks. Hey, Caleb. How are you doing? Pretty good. How are you? I'm good. Yeah. All right. So today we're going to be talking about how to increase Power BI adoption in your company.
1: Yeah. This is not going to be comprehensive, but just, <laughs> just a few <laughs> tips, hopefully, that are helpful to some people.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, well, let's start. I mean, there's some obvious things that you have to do in terms of having compelling reports mm-hmm. that actually help people make decisions, drive behaviors, that type of thing. Um, so that's the starting point. Good reporting.
1: Yeah. Like yeah, These tips are not going to be like, how do you design a really good report or, you know, how do you do those types of things? But it's more about you have some good, effective reports. We're just going to assume that. And how do you make better use of them?
0: Okay. So let's assume that. How do you make better use of them? <laughs>
1: Well, there's a couple, a couple, I think we'll go over four different things. Okay. Um, And, you know, the first one that we've had for as long as I've worked at Blue Margin, so seven years, um, is just a screen somewhere in the office. There was just one back when we were, you know, little. Yeah. Uh, Now we have screens all over the place with reports on them and they rotate around. And, you know, just as you're walking around the office, going to the kitchen or something, uh, there you go. You get to see the report. Some of the most important reports are up on those screens.
0: Yeah, it seems like we keep putting up more and more of those, too. I mean, I've got one in my office. You've got one in your office. And I have them in the break room. We have them out in the main main cubicle area. Um, And actually, there's a couple I want (laughs) to (laughs) add. So yeah, that does uh, that does make them a lot more effective. And a lot of times, I'll see something on one of those, and then end up going into Power BI, looking up the report itself, and, and digging into it a bit.
1: Yeah, and the cool thing is that we uh, Nick, our IT guy, we, we just got some screen. they are borders that go on existing TVs, and then they plug into your computer, and it makes that whole screen, like an okay. eighty-inch TV, a touchscreen. Oh yeah, so you That's can right. you can. Go up to the report like in our break room, for example, uh, we have the report up and you can go up to it and you can change pages or you can click on a data point and cross filter the report. And, you know, so it's interactive right there. So uh, to some extent, it's much better experience on your computer, but you can still do a little bit of that digging around that you're just talking about right there.
0: Yeah. It's kind of amazing. I think those, uh, those frames are only 250 bucks, something like that to turn a huge TV into a touch screen and it works (laughs) yeah yeah it's pretty cool really cool all right what's the what's the next thing you'd recommend for improving adoption
1: so let's say you're not in the office um but and you're kind of out and about or you're traveling or maybe you have remote workforce or whatever that is um putting those reports onto your phone huge benefit
0: yeah and and actually power bi will let you look at any report on your phone. Um, but there's also, when you're building a Power BI report, you can build a specific mobile version of the report. And then the service itself will know where, where you're looking at it. I mean, if you're looking at it on an app on a phone, it'll default to that mobile version of the report. So you can take a report that may work great on a screen, but would kind of be small on your phone. And you can just take subsets of it, you know, maybe some of the data cards and a key graph or two something like that and put it on it
1: yeah you can kind of reorient it you can keep all the content if you want but it might just look better uh, when you do that mobile version yeah um, but like you said you can you know i i just use the normal report version i do on too my, <laughs> on my phone <laughs> to zoom the, in and out yeah, yeah on the app and use it in landscape mode it yeah. works great i look at it in the morning when i'm at the gym you know it's it's that's a huge benefit
0: yeah it is it's uh yeah, it can be kind of a negative sometimes, too. Like when I wake up in the morning, sometimes I'll roll right over and get, all right, how did it go yesterday? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Probably not right. the best way to start the day right. with my eyes on a screen. But I definitely know what's going on. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. What's the next one?
1: So, you know, email those reports out. Right?
0: Yeah. So subscriptions. Yeah. Yeah. And I have several reports that I get by subscription. Um I know they're out there on the service, so I can look at them, but I just like that I that at you know at certain points in the morning I'm going to get certain reports and just be able to quickly review. It, it sends you a an image of the report in the email and then you can click on a link and it'll go right to the live report.
1: Yeah, I just had something happen this week where um, a report changed and I looked back in my emails at those subscriptions that I get every day. To see like where did we start at the beginning of the week? It's actually kind of it's like a pseudo snapshot of yeah what your data was like. It's actually really handy. Yeah, I've you used
0: know? it for that too. Yeah, so that's a way that uh, you can you know if if you want people to be focused on numbers, but you're not sure you can get them to remember to go and look, or maybe it's maybe it just sort of hasn't gotten into their habit to make those numbers important yet. You can just make sure they land in their mailbox. So you don't have to have them subscribe as an admin. You can subscribe for people. So if you have a report that you want, say, your entire engineering team to get, you can subscribe them all on the back end and have that go out too.
1: Right, right. And it's also just a good reminder to go look at at the report. I mean, when I was, you know, when I started building BI and doing analytics and stuff, and even in the earlier years of Blue Margin, we used to run into a lot where people did not want to go to Power BI to look at the data. They wanted something to land in their inbox. Yeah. Right. And now that's shifted, I think, by and large, a lot over the past couple of years. But uh, there's still those types of people that, that you know, they just want something in their inbox and, yeah. you know, they'll continue going about their day.
0: Yeah. I think where I've seen that with our clients is where you have an executive that's used to getting, say, an Excel report every day in their inbox. And you say, great, there's a way better version of this out on Power BI. But they say, no, I like getting it in the inbox. Well, you can sort of have both things happen inbox, and it's a better report.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: Okay. Number four. Why don't you go over number four? All right. (laughs) So, uh, as part of Power BI, you can actually embed reports into web pages. So, if you have an intranet for your company... Uh, like we do, we have a portal that we go to. You can actually put reporting in there. So if employees are going there to do things like, um, register for vacation time or, um, change their benefits, something like that, um, you can have a landing page that has key reports on it. And if you have an intranet that has different areas for different departments, maybe use Microsoft Teams, something like that, you can embed those reports in there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You got, it. you, uh, You and John have a good story about the impact of this Um, uh, on our SharePoint site.
0: Yeah, years ago, when we were helping companies move from sort of local data closet to the cloud, we were doing a lot of SharePoint migrations because people were using SharePoint for their file stores. And, um, being data guys, even though we were doing a, a sort of a file and intranet, uh, migration, we would always put some kind of a BI report on the, uh, on the SharePoint site. And what we found over time was that clients valued that more than anything else we did. They were sort of like, okay, thanks. The stuff all works the way we expect it to. But the, the report is what we're really excited about. And can you do more of those? And we were just doing power pivot inside of Excel and embedding those. So when Power BI came along, it was pretty obvious that, okay, this is actually where the value is, not just not just moving data closets.
1: Yeah. I remember I remember our our SharePoint site. I think it's still alive, but you used to go there. That was the first thing you went to when you came in as an employee and it had the report of You know, here's our billable hours and utilization percent. And, you know, you saw that every day. So it can be very
0: effective tool. Definitely can. Yeah. So I'm sure there's other things that you can do to improve, um, uptake and, and, and utilization of reports. But, you know, adoption is key. Like if you spend a bunch of money and build a data warehouse or a bunch of time and effort and build reports, but people don't use them. It was, it was wasted effort. Yeah. Right. Um, so you've really got to think about this. Obviously start with great reports, but then there's a lot of strategies you can use. And we just talked about four that are, are pretty simple. Um, and everybody should probably do Mm -hmm. those four, but there's lots of other stuff you can do too. Right. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. There's just the tip of the iceberg here, but hopefully those are kind of low hanging fruit type ideas to, to get people rolling with getting their data into people's hands a little bit
0: easier yeah and you know when you want to really get people rolling then doing user training and various things can help improve it even more right right all right i think that's it for today sounds good thanks Caleb. thank you